That's one beer for you, two for me, three or four more. High five, I gotta pee. Ew. That's six, seven, eight, mate, fine, cheers. Then let's sleep. We're nine beers deep. Nine beers deep. Uh. Holy shit. You good? Yeah, good thing I... No, but that, like, I didn't even pull it. It was, like, so much pressure. All I did was untwist it, and it shot off. Luckily, my finger was, like, shoot, holding this, or it would have just, like... Shit! I have never seen that happen, where it's just already, for some reason, under so much pressure, just loosening the outer foil. I guess now we know why that fucking thing's on there. I've never had that happen to me. Yeah, that shit rocketed off. Nine beers deep! Round two! Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. This beer is just giving me problems on problems here. Oh, shit. That's a lot ahead. <laughs> Holy shit. What was that laugh for? Your lot ahead comment. <laughs> this is annoying me. Do you have to drink it from the glass? Can you drink I it just from really the wanted to. That's you know? okay. Yeah, let it, let it fizzle down. It'll fizzle down. <sighs> Fucking bullshit. Can't remember the last time I had LeFin. Oh, I can't. This is why it. this is why we're a Bud Light Lime podcast. Uh-huh. You never get this shit happening. No, Bud Light Lime has your back always. Yeah. As Seth was saying, nine beers deep. I'm Cody Shelton here with Harmon. This is our second time recording this week because there was an issue and uh, nothing saved. Nothing saved. So we had a great podcast. It was fun. It was funny. You guys missed out. Whatever. It turned out to be just be a good time with a friend, which is yeah. It was the whole uh, point just, of this. Just a fun hangout. Yeah. Oh shit. Uh, how's your week been since the last time we talked? You feeling good? Yeah, it's been good. It's been good. I've been trying to be more active. Started reading The Great. War on Art. All right. By Stephen Pressfield. I can't even tell you how many times I've read the book. It motivates me every time I read it. Whenever I get really slumped, I try to make myself read it. And that's how I know when I'm super slumped, when I don't even have the go to read the book, is when I really make myself read the book. Yeah. Because that means I'm very much suffering from all the stuff the book speaks on. I need to download it. Because I want to read it when you're reading it. You you just started it? Just started it last night. I've only read 15 pages. First 15 pages go by very fast. Great. I'm going to download it right after this, and uh, I'm going to jump. Holy shit. All that, it's like half beer, half foam. And it's just been sitting there this whole time. I've not well, poured it again since you told me not to do it. What, they put fucking soap in this shit? Yeah. Wait, is the cup soap? Soapy? Oh. Do you smell soap? No, but just based off of how it's sudsing up here, the head on this thing is ridiculous. This is our second time, like we already said. I was super depressed the last time. So I yeah. did something for myself that made me get into a little bit of a better mood. I made a list of scary movies to watch, one every single day for the month. Oh, that's fun. Uh, is Cabin in the Woods on there? No! Great call! Dude, why didn't I put that on there? That's like one of my favorite movies. Holy yep, shit, I gotta, take, for, bro. I gotta take one of those off. Um, there's a lot of movies that I haven't seen. Like Rosemary's Baby's on there. I've never seen that. Oh, obviously, uh, Repo. Uh, the musical opera. or the rock opera? The genetic opera. Yeah, that's on there. Oh, gotta watch. Man. Gotta watch a little Paris Hilton. If you all have not seen Repo, the oh, genetic so opera, 
It's so good. It's awful, but it's so it's good. It's awful, but it's so fun. If you invest in uh, drugs, uh, take some, then watch it, or ah. drink some, then watch it. I don't recommend watching it sober. If you're sober, watch it sober, but <laughs> it might be a hard watch. All, and honestly, Paris Hilton does a great fucking job. She's actually, I enjoyed her performance the last time that I watched it. I didn't well, realize. Did you see that she has a new reality show coming out? No. Or I could have swore, maybe I'm making this up, that she has another reality show coming out about the real Paris and how everything you've ever seen about her is basically just a character she's played. I believe that. And then, then this is just supposed to be her being right. her. Why I think she does so good in the genetic or the rock uh, uh, repo is because she's basically Paris Hilton. <laughs> like that character yeah. is... Paris Hilton only living in these circumstances. Right. So especially if she was playing a character or just being herself, we'll, we'll fucking see. Who knows? I just forgot all about the whole everything is about reconstructing her face and all that. Kind yeah. Of shit. It's such a good creepy... Reconstructive surgeries like plastic surgeries are so a part of the culture in this film yeah. that people are hired their job is to repossess things when they don't make payments right. on them. People who needed trans blood transfusions like, or like or, certain or like heart, organs. Yeah, they'll they'll take whatever shit you had. So it's not just cosmetic, but sometimes it's cosmetic. Right, and if you can't um, pay, they'll come and rip your heart out of your fucking chest. They'll rip the skin yeah. off your face. It's, they'll take your fucking face off. Yeah, it's a great movie, and by great I mean yeah, it's it's a movie that. Everyone it's, should watch. It's an so opera. Have a, yeah. So be prepared for that as well. Yeah. Great. Yeah. But definitely fun. a fun watch. I'll take a picture of this and I'll send it to you if you want to join me on any nights of watching movies. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. That'll be fun. What else you got on there? You got Midsummer. You're going to rewatch Midsummer. I do have Midsummer on there. Yeah. I, have I a keep lot trying of to gear it up. You've really psyched me out because of how fucked up you said it was. It's very fucked up. Uh, yeah. And, I see uh, it all the time in my recommendations. Wait, you haven't seen it yet? No, because of what you said. I, I'll start to gear it up because I almost watched it. And I was like, hmm, I don't know. Because that it's, fucked up, I don't know. You definitely have to be ready for it because there's so much stuff that happens back to back. It like it never, like once you get past like the first like 10 minutes of like plot, mm -hmm. it just doesn't stop. And it just keeps going and going. And you're like, it can't get worse. It can't get worse. And then it does. And you're like, oh my God. Yeah, it's real dark. Real dark. Honestly, as an actor, I'm jealous. Like, I would love to have been in that fucking movie. It was like they went on location. It was just they're in this, like, huge outdoor set, and that's where the movie takes place. It's beautiful, too. It's really beautifully shot. And that makes me think about how you hear the – have you seen the um, – on Netflix, and this is for everybody listening, the um, behind-the-scenes of Wet Hot American Summer? No. When they were making that film I with mean, uh, 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 with Amy um, Poehler and Amy Poehler, uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, Bradley Cooper. Thank you. Yeah. That was like his. He missed his graduate his uh, grad school graduation because he was doing that. But the whole thing takes place in the camp. Uh, Paul Rudd is that also who's in there? I think he is in that. Or the guy that looks like Paul Rudd. What's the other guy's name that looks like Paul Rudd? Like Paul Rudd. Uh... Yeah. 
Oh, Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo sort of looks like he could be Paul Rudd's brother to me. Mark Ruffalo is in that movie? No, I'm just saying they have features that I'm like, oh, they could be related. Um, They stayed on location. Like, they stayed in the bunkhouses while they were filming that. So it was like they really were at camp. I love that. And I was like, wow, that must have been so fun, you know? Yeah. Filming all day, hanging out, and then just crushing an 18-pack afterwards. Sitting around a bonfire, dicking around the shit. As long as you liked everybody, if you were on a in a, in a crew of people that just sucked, oh, that's like oh, a nightmare. That'd be miserable because that's like at least a month of your life. I mean, every day, every day, even your day off, you're by these people because you're yeah. sharing a bunkhouse with them. Fuck, boy, that could suck. I mean, I guess at I, uh, that point you just have to accept, like, you have to accept your your circumstances and be like, all right, I got I got to use this hate that I have for these other actors and crew members or whatever it is. Yeah. Just like use it for camp angst. <laughs> Dude, that makes me think I was on a, an independent, I was in an, I was, had a small role in this independent film. I remember showing up to set. So I had more than one scene than I did, but it was like, so I did one, how it was written. was like, I did one scene, which was in one state. And then like, Two weeks or three weeks later, I did another scene in a different state. And anyway, the first day I'm like on set and I kind of got the vibe that maybe the lead was a difficult person. You know, like everyone is like very nice. Yeah. Everyone's getting along. We're hanging out. And I mean, I'm, I'm, this happens more times than not. I have one line that I'm saying, one line, but I'm the last scene of the fucking day. So I sat there from like 6 a.m. until almost when the sun's going down, you know, just to say my line or whatever. And but I got a lot of time to hang out with the people in the in the show. And I remember one of the main guys was in the scene with me. And this is how you know it's bad. This is how you know it's bad. They kept having to take breaks because the lead I cannot remember. I wish I could remember specifically what happened. And he actually was very nice to me. And. Uh, tried to get me extra lines. So I'm going to give him that, that he okay. looked over and like, when we got to his scene, the scene with me and him, he like, look at my scene. He was like, what the fuck? Like, this is, you've been here all the fall fucking day. And this is all, you know? And then he's like, hang on, hang on. I time out, hold like, cause we were about to do it. And then he like asked the director to come over. Cause this is based on a book. This film's based on a book. And he was like, I just, you know, this guy, like we're, we're here. It's just he, he, the two of us or the three of us, the girl that I played, uh, her brother he was like what the fuck you know like the guy can't say you know hey what's up this is this and this and like feeding these lines and wouldn't let it go until they gave me more lines oh oh great <laughs> and, dude. I remember, dude, and he was like so adamant and this has happened to me twice like uncomfortable situations like the first film experience I ever had and then this one but i remember the director turning around and being like okay that yeah that's good that's good because the writer was there the person that wrote it was there yeah. and said that they were okay. They, they gave me the line that they wanted and they're like, that's good. And as soon as their backs were to me, he like smirked at me. He's like, I fucking got you, bro. And like fucking gave me knuckles. Like <laughs> he's like here all goddamn day. You're going to say some lines, bro. Like, <laughs> but anyway, that's great. that that's, being said, I think that no. that's amazing. Oh, that like, is amazing. And he, that was something he said to me before. He's like, bro, Cause he's older than me. He's, and he had a very heavy New York accent, like when he was not in character and he was like, fucking man, I know what it's like. It's fucking shit. And he was like, if I can get you more camera time, I'm going to get you more camera time, bro. 
And I was like, thanks, man. I really appreciate that. You know, like, yeah. Um, yeah. So like from that, he really did stand up for me and give me this cool thing. But there was a guy that was also one of the leads who I spent more time with uh, and was talking to. He was my age. And I, so I was just like, how's everything going? Cause I initially was called in for his role, <clears throat> but didn't get it and just got a smaller role. And he was like, I can't wait for this to fucking be over. I was so fucking excited about this is my first like supporting role in a film. And he's like, it's been to replay. And I was like, what, why? Like what, what's happening? He was like, dude, and it was a similar situation. They were all housed like in the same hotel, but he just did not vibe with the lead guy. And he was just like, this dude is so fucking difficult. I just want to kill myself. Like every day. I'm just like, one less day, one right. less day. I mean, you know, like we all been in, in, Oh, in shows or in shows or, oh, or anything where it's like shit. And you know, what sucks about that is like when you're in a show with someone that you just really can't get along with. Yeah. What sucks is you really try to find ways to get along with them because you spend so much time with them. It's right. better for you just to like them. Right. But by the time the seams start to crack, that's usually around the time the show is opening. Right. You know, so it's like. And the, the rough thing about that as like an actor, it's like you have to like, then you have to work extra hard because like mm-hmm. I fucking hate this person. And unless you're playing opposite of the person that you're supposed to hate in the show, like that, you can't use that. If you're supposed to yeah, like this person, whether you're yeah. supposed to be like, you know, your best Man, friend or lover or anything like that, like you have to turn on, turn off something in your head. I mean, you have to like yeah. really find your acting. You chops. have to. And can you imagine? <laughs> it's true. Can you imagine hating someone and then having to have like a romantic scene with them, no. and you just spies this person? No. You know, like yeah, makes me think about um, Full House, and I don't know how true this is. So everyone, you can Google this, but um, what's a John Stamos uh-huh. and Uncle the, Jesse? What's her name that played oh, his Becky? wife? Yeah, Lori, Lori, whatever. Yeah. Who's in yeah. prison? Who's in prison right now? The prison is she that, really? She chose the nice prison that she can play like you know card games and uh, go to the spa and do yoga and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Cool prison. Cool prison. Um. Yeah. Anyway, uh, from what I've heard, and I can't remember if it was like an interview with her. They did not. Yeah. Like each other, and something she said that he was such a shithead for, is before kissing scenes. And I don't know how often this was, but she made it sound often. He would intentionally go to craft services, get yeah. Funyuns. Yeah. And then he would like sit across from her eating the Funyuns before they would have to go on and do the scene so that she would know that he was intentionally doing it just to fuck with her. Like, I mean, I feel like it, it wasn't as much hate as maybe because they did do Fuller House together. Yeah. They did go back. And they, it wasn't so bad that she couldn't bring herself to Or was to the go check back. so good that she could look uh, past it? It was the check was so good because it was on Netflix. So you know that she, she was making money. Yeah. You know, I mean, truth, who truth. knows? Who knows? Or maybe she, yeah, at yeah, that it's point, like kind she of a... probably had in her contract, like, I will not kiss him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know how we got on that tangent. but I don't, I don't either. But, uh-huh. Oh, so let me just finish this one because it's funny. Like, once again, reminder, the guy did me a solid and fought for me to have lines in this film or whatever. And funny enough, the character I'm supposed to, that I played in this, in the book is, uh, de- uh, he can't speak. He's a mute. 
<laughs> so he got them to rewrite the character. Wait, 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 wait. You played a mute character who spoke? Yeah, so this is what's funny. So this is, this is what'll happen when you get on independent films. They make it sound like one thing, what, uh, like that I would have like some lines or whatever. And then they decided, oh, we're going to stick to the book. So they were paying me like they would pay like a supporting role. So they were paying me good money, but all the stuff, it was just me like reacting and being in the, like around in the background and shit like that. So basically a featured extra, but not like I had an actual role and it was like weird. So then I assumed like, oh, I'll have lines, but they only would release, you know, like little sections of the script, whatever you were doing that day, that's all you got. Right. So they didn't send me the whole script. They didn't send me the stuff that I would be doing later. So some, to some extent, I assumed, oh, I speak in the, in the other scenes and stuff like stuff's happening because I knew that was a bigger scene for me. And then when it finally got to me, they were like, oh, he's a, he's a mute. And that's what the guy was throwing a fit about. He was like, what the fuck? This guy is here all day. And he's one of the main people in this scene. And what, I'm talking to a guy that can't talk. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. You know, like, he's like, you can't say, hey, my name's so-and-so. I can't fucking, you know, how's the weather or whatever. So this guy got and, the uh, character like he had a rewritten yeah Yeah. oh you know what else is cool the guy in this movie with me um which this like played to um this is not the guy i'm speaking of but it was cool to me because i loved this show as a child hercules the guy that played hercules in the tv show uh yeah was his name i cannot remember his name he was in this movie so that was really cool. cool to me I was like, oh, someone has a child I really idolized. Fucking Hercules. Um, anyway, yeah, so he had him rewrite a character. This is based off a book. So a month so- goes by, or almost a month, and I drive to the other state to do the filming. And I mean, by that time, people had quit. The director had quit. So they had, <laughs> the, they had to hire another director. Like, Wait, one of the guys, I ended up having more dude? lines. Huh? Did they quit because of this dude? Uh-huh. Oh, no. <laughs> All kinds of shit, dude. All kinds of shit. Um, and I mean, open, open, oh, just fights, breaking out, arguments, breaking out, screaming. Like, I was in the last week of filming. So, you know, they're on the tail end of this. And um, I, I, the gentleman I said that was my age that I got along with that was talking shit the first time I was on set. I came back. And I remember one day, the guy's just refusing. He just walks off. He just walks off set. And, and he said it's because of some, he was like, I'm sick of this fucking rookie shit, whatever. Um, and maybe it was rookie-ish, but also he didn't know his lines. He had a bunch wow. of lines and he didn't know That's them. rookie shit. <clears throat> yeah, he did, he did not know them. And then it was like, it was fucking hot. We're in like this desert. Oh God, it was hot. No shade no shade other than like these tents that like the heat it just was it was fucking miserable uh no nowhere to go to get away from it and then i just remember um him yelling this and like storming off and the the other like one of the main guys when i was talking to just looking at us and screaming he's like this is our last week this is the last week everybody and people were like clapping and stuff (laughs) he was like he's like we're almost over this shit but they had invested in this guy who was making the big chunk of change. He was the main character. And it was like, no going back, man. The ship's already yeah. sailing. It was just so interesting to see how much it had corroded because I was there maybe the second week of filming. <clears throat> and then I was there the last week of filming. And it was like, 
Woo! Buddy, it was bad. I'm not sure how to pick up where we... Um, do you want to do... Boop, boop, boop. Let's go boop, boop, boop. I cannot remember any of the shit that I talked about. Dude, it's okay. I, can, I don't remember what I talked about either, but I do have some stuff. Oh, okay, so this is kind of a small one. Oh, okay, so... Oh, wait. Get ready. God, mark for heavy editing. Is everybody ready for this? Serious news. The first briefest one. And this is the... I just have to say, I get really excited every time that you do that. (laughs) Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. So this is the saddest fucking thing. We live in 2020. All right? The MTA board, the New York Transit, subways, buses, things like that. They have officially banned shitting in subways slash buses. The fact Fuck. that we live in 2020 and it has to be made a rule. Hey, don't shit on a public transit system. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to ride on a public transit anymore if I can't shit there. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what's the point? Right, you know? right. Uh, also, you look into this $100 fine. It's only a $100 fine for drop and trowel and shitting right there where everyone has to stand and sit and be and exist. The best part about this, anyone that is shitting on a public transit system most likely does not have and also does not care about a $100 fine. Right. Not, they don't have the money paid for it. Well, they they're don't have, probably not. They don't yeah. have the, the mental capacity. Yeah, mentally, you are just, you're shitting in public, right? Right, right. Like, I mean, how many times in Chicago have I gotten on a train or like I see the train car pull up and it's like every cab is full except for one. And I, of course, dumbass Seth is like, oh, I'm going to go get on the car that has nobody because and yeah. then you step in and there's immediate like regret because the doors close and you have to go at least one full stop before you can get off. And there's just a pile of shit in the <laughs> middle of the train. And it's like, who took a shit in the middle of the train? Like, and you're the only person on. You're the oh. only- so it's like, you just have to sit there and just like, and then the best part you get off say some other fool gets on now you're the blamer now they're like did that normal looking man just shit on this subway car well, you better like, believe i do not tell people i get off and i let people experience it themselves. <laughs> I let them have their own experience if they want to fucking be dumb like i was get on that car smell it oh. up smell up that shit so dumb oh, also an, another interesting thing that, that i heard because the subway area, they have spray paint protectant uh, paint on the walls and things. So when you see the graffiti, specifically like the brown spray paint, that's shit. Graffiti artists have realized they can shit, mix it with water, and put it into spray bottles, and it'll show up on the walls. That's disgusting. That is absolutely disgusting. That's almost as disgusting as period art. Period blood art. Yeah. Yes. The smells of all of these artworks are just <laughs> awful. Can you imagine going into like an art exhibit, uh, a, like a museum, and it's like, oh, today we're going to be experiencing feces and period blood art. Here's your nose plugs. <laughs> yeah, your <laughs> and, like your goggles, so your eyes aren't like burning from like the horrible smells that are just like toxins that are getting in. Disgusting. And I, I know I brought this up on the the last one that no one heard. But I have a, f- a friend from my graduate program. 
she went to basically like a like an open mic type art exhibit you know like a variety of things slam poetry blah 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 yeah. one of the one of the shows of this enlightened evening was a man that just walked naked on stage and freebased his own cum on stage so it had a little foil jizzed on the foil little little beacon burner or whatever the fuck he had to heat it up and then was inhaling it on stage. That was this whole show. That she said me, the smell was stuck in her nose for like two or three days. <laughs> that makes me gag. Like that makes me like. What's wrong with people smoking their own fucking? Cum. What's wrong? There's a video of a dude jacking off into a vape, and then just taking a deep hit off of it. Like he, like he puts it all back together afterwards and just fucking pulls like a huge no. hit off this thing. It, Instantly starts throwing up. That's where I fucking draw the line. I'm not going to smoke stupid. my own fucking cum. That's not going to happen. It's stupid. Hi, Blake. Oh, she's moving. She's on the move. She is. she is. She is done. The most active I've seen that little girl. She's going. She's losing weight. Good for her. Yeah, she's doing great. She's doing really good. Body by Blake. That'll be the new program that comes out. Um, oh, okay. Also, this is pretty cool. We're going to make this just a blip, like a quick one. But in Florida, there is a condo for sale. The man passed away. He was a lover of Budweiser. He decorated the entire apartment. Walls, ceilings, the crown molding, Budweiser cans. The amount of time that it would take to... I I, I don't know how he glued them or fastened them. It's actually really detailed. Well, first, that's what dedication to drink so many Budweisers over multiple years, I'm sure. Years. Not only are you drinking them and you're fucking blackout drunk because you're probably drinking like 24 packs. It's incredible. The ceilings even. It's it's incredible. Building it up. Yes. And then what's kind of cool is this is is, uh, trending now. So Budweiser has come out and said, whoever buys the condo, if they leave it as is, as far as the beer cans, they will be supplied with beer for life or as long as they have the house and... It is the Budweiser house, which uh, I think is pretty cool on Budweiser's part. So whoever wants to give us the money to yeah. buy this house so that Nine Beers Deep can record inside the Budweiser house, that would be fucking amazing. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I don't want to live in Florida. If they, if they could just give us the money to buy and then decorate a condo in L.A. with BL Lime cans. Well, if they have the money, they can just fly us out there once a week and we'll just record. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. We'll just go out there. I was kind of trying to sweeten the deal for us where we're not just getting to spend one day. We just live there. Maybe they can just move the house, like pick it up. Okay, Seth. We're trying to get Bud Light. Seth? Uh Uh-huh. What what is your – you know what's the best part about you is you just get so hung up on this one detail that you miss all the other good possibilities because you just want the one thing. What am I so missing? if someone is so rich, uh-huh. they could transport this home from Florida to California. I think they have enough money. They could just buy a home here, have it decorated in Bud Light stuff, and let us live in it. But I want to, you know, I want to keep this person's legacy alive as well. That is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. That's the dumbest reason to have it done that way. The dumbest. All right. All right. Uh, What's easier to move a house across the country or to move two people across the country? 
Two people. I gave that option. That's also an option. You want to live in Florida? No. I okay, meant, so it's not an option. I meant the flying there. Just fly us there once a week. Oh, yeah. You want to once a week fly to Florida? Yeah, sure. Eventually, we'll get enough airline points, and so the airlines will be fine. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> Explain <laughs> to me the perk of that, please. The perk of that? We get to have a vacation once a week where we just go get shit-faced in a Budweiser house that somebody else built, get blackout drunk, record our podcast, and then we get to pick up the next morning and go home. How amazing is that? We get to hang out once a week. Sounds awful. Budweiser. <laughs> that sounds awful? Yeah. Do you know how far of a flight that is for me? We'll That's hours and hours on a plane with people I don't know. And then, oh, I get to drink and get hung over and then get back on another plane for hours and hours with people I don't know. You get to get all the while wearing a stupid ass mask that's like digging me. into my face. You get to get drunk with me. Is that not worth it? Is it not worth it? I don't know, man. Fuck! I really thought I just that like I, how I you really presented thought. it. How it's my my only option just sounds shitty. I don't even know if this place is on the beach, man. Oh, it's probably not. It's probably right in the middle of fucking Florida. Like I know it's probably full swamp. <laughs> it doesn't say. Too bad. It doesn't say where it's at. Well, probably because they don't, they don't they don't want someone to come and like burn it down or something. Almost all of no, it gives it gives the uh, uh, the address. Oh, it does. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it gives the address. Uh, it just doesn't say the city. Eight hundred and fifteen square feet have been covered with carefully arranged Buzzweiser cans. I, I think my favorite thing is that they did the crown molding. Yeah, the, the crown molding is really impressive, man. Why he did this, I, I want to know. Like, what was the purpose? What was his reason for making a Budweiser house? I think he just liked it. That's I think he really, just really liked it. That's real sad. Uh, it's also filled with New York Yankees memorabilia. So apparently he was a transplant from New York to Florida. So he lived in New York. He's a New York Yankees fan. Moved to Florida in his old age and went senile building a <laughs> Budweiser lined house. Whatever. I still I still like him. Well, like my big question is, so these are not squashed cans. No. Yeah. So that's like losing like Oh, you're losing square you're footage. Losing here. Like two inches of square yeah. foot. Yeah, you're losing square footage. On every wall. Yeah. Yeah, it's a sacrifice. I mean, he did what he needed to do, man. Obviously, he didn't care too much. So here, oh, let's go on to the final one because this is some crazy shit. Here, let me go. Sorry, the, the previous, the MTA board, that's the New York Post as far as references. The Budweiser can, that was from foodandwine.com. And then finally, this latest one, ABC News or NBCnews.com. So funeral home finds Michigan woman still breathing after being declared dead by paramedics. This is so crazy. So 20-year-old woman in Michigan goes into cardiac arrest. Her family or whoever she was living with at the time calls 911. The fire department and paramedics show up. They end up doing CPR for 30 minutes, inject her body with some stuff, probably adrenaline or something like that to restart her heart, bring her back to life, hook her up to the machines, by all accounts, is dead. Non-responsive. They declare her dead. Her aunt or one of her family members that she lived with, sorry, I'm riffing off the top of my head, so just look up this article if you want to get all the fine details because it's pretty much just a video. The aunt or one of the family members that she lived with is a nurse. So after the paramedics leave, 
she sees what she believes is the girl breathing and moving slightly. She calls paramedics back or calls, calls back about this saying that she sees them moving the girl moving and possibly breathing. They tell her this is a side effect of all the drugs that they shot her up with trying to bring her back to life, that she is definitely dead. The morgue comes or whoever does that on behalf of the morgue, they put her in the body bag, transport her to the morgue. The attendant at the morgue opens the body bag and her eyes are open. Now, I don't know why that's a giveaway because I thought some people died with their eyes open, but apparently I I had a family friend that worked at a funeral home and dead bodies would, because their muscles or their nerves would like retract, like they would sit up. Oh, it's terrifying. Then because the air was in the lungs, they'd, they'd go. Oh, Oh my God. God, because their, just... their nerves would like retract and so they'd sit up and it'd push everything out and then I get I don't know if it would like they could lay them back down or like they had to like I don't know what the process was but that I know that that was like a terrifying common thing one of our family friends growing up he said that that did happen while he was driving down the road oh my god dead body in the back and it sat up and it sat up and uh, made that fucking noise while he's just driving down the road and there's nothing you can do. You just drive it. <laughs> That's terrifying. Right. So it's just sitting there making these noises. Anyway, continue. I, I worked with a guy that um, used to, he worked for a company that they cleaned up crime scenes, like removed the bodies and then cleaned. And he said, I mean, like just really disturbing things like mass shooting like or like people being shot, stuff like yeah. that, like fucked up stuff. Yeah. But that was one thing he'd always talk about is like transporting the bodies. <laughs> he was like, oh, God, it's the worst. like you're just driving and all of a sudden they'll just rip ass like so loud. Right. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Because your, bo- just... your body's still moving things, moving air, moving yeah, yeah gases and like your nerves yeah. are reacting differently. To the... So that makes but a like lot of sense. The twitching, so like... the death rattle, the weird sound that the yeah. tongue makes. Right. And so they unzip her and her eyes are open. That's got to be like just like a normal thing. I That's what think. I would think. But apparently they believe her to be responsive. This is after I think if I uh, I might be slightly off in the time frame. She had been at the morgue for like 30 to 40 minutes. They were about to embalm her. And the only reason they didn't, and this is what's scary, because she was not like she was speaking or anything. But she was responsive enough that they realized that she was alive and hadn't they not seen her eyes moving or doing whatever was happening they would have embalmed her they would have gone on with the process so they unzip the bag they see her they call the paramedics then they transfer to the hospital the last update which we'll need to touch back on next week is she was touch and go and i i don't know how that happens i don't know if it's on you know the fault of like faulty equipment if it's just like this is like it's such an extreme anomaly that all the, the protocols that you have just right. don't pick up on it properly, you know? Well, I mean, that's like such a, a thing that when they would think people were dead and they would bury them. Right, with the bells. Like, and they'd tie the, the string to, like, that's what, like, that whole thing. What is the, the term, the phrase? I don't remember. I can try to look uh, it up, though. Uh, yeah, look, uh, if you can try and look that up. Because they would, like, pull on it. Because they the graveyard robbers started realizing when they were robbing graves that there were scratches. How terrifying! Uh, in the caskets, because they were trying to get out. 
obviously we're more advanced now, so I would expect there to be a little bit more investigation, but also who's to say that like somebody can't die and then come back real like in within 30 minutes, right? I mean, is that meta, is that meta, somebody tell us, is that medically impossible for somebody to die and then like 30 minutes later come back to life? Like something happened where it's like they're jarred back to life, whether that means like them being picked up and like shoved into a fucking van and taken to the morgue, would that rattle your heart enough to bring you back to life? Man, I don't have a clue. And I cannot find the term that you're speaking of, just based off of what I know to Google. Ah, here it is. Saved by the bell is the phrase. Oh, like the TV show. The widespread notion that saved by the bell originated as an expression that relates to people being buried alive. The idea was that if someone were comatose and mistakenly pronounced dead, they could, if they later revived, ring a bell that was attached to the coffin and be saved. That's terrifying, and yeah. that is a fucking nightmare. That's something else. Also, think about how many people, because of the weight of the dirt, the, ca- the coffin just caves in, right. and um, they, they die horribly, horribly. Maybe even worse is actually that you just come to and you're buried alive instead of suffocating while unconscious. That gives me so much anxiety. I can't even, like, think. I can't think about anything else. Yeah, that's terrifying. That makes me horrified. That is terrifying and that is this week's issue of serious news love it uh i do have to go pee real quick you bitch well my bladder is the smallest bladder in the world and i think we all know that anyone who's my friend knows that my bladder i'm leaving okay Uh, all right i forgot how little one pint is not very much a pint yeah. I mean, it's a... That Lofin de, de Mon bottle apparently was a pint. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It didn't fit in that little thing that you're drinking out of, is it? No. Yeah, oh. this is like one glass, one can of beer. We'll hold this. Uh-huh. Anyway. I don't know. Who cares? I don't know. What do we got for Gay Corner? Gay Corner. Gay Corner. Uh, here in Chicago... We got to talk about it. The name is being changed in Boys Town from Boys Town to North Halstead. Now, I don't live in that neighborhood, so I feel like I don't really have any kind of say in what goes on over there. But like something that's like, like a big deal, like a lot of gay men very upset about it because it's like you're taking away everything. But then also, like, a lot of people are like, well, it doesn't include us because it's LGBTQ. So, like, there's a lot of, it's just Boys Town, but we're missing, like, all these other things. Here's how I feel about it. If anything is going to help someone feel more included in our community, then I support it. What if they hate Seths? The name Seth makes them feel unincluded. Anyone named Seth needs to change their name to Dickface. Well, that- <laughs> Good to meet you, Dickface. Hi, I'll take I feel instantly better, Dickface. Thank you, Dickface. God damn it, I fucking hate you so much. (laughs) Fuck you, dude. Yeah, bro. Also, I kind of, whatever, Dickface. I kind of prefer that. I'll take Dickface. You can call me Dickface. Thanks, bro. (laughs) I already call you Dickface, so I appreciate Uh, that. That's true, that's true, that's true. (laughs) Um, 
so I don't really know what, like, how I feel about it because it's kind of like this. I understand where the where it's coming from, because like it's plastered all over everything down up and down the street. Boys down, boys down, boys down. I don't really know. I don't really have. Honestly, I don't really care. Shouldn't we be moving towards a place that is? neutral for everyone isn't the point if don't we want equality isn't that the whole point of it is that like if we're gonna like we can take away the name boys town and still and have north halstead which is like a uh they're keeping the quote that has been in place i think if i'm not mistaken since 2014 which is the proudest uh, chicago's proudest neighborhood so it's not it's not like we're losing any kind of gay title it's just the name Boys Town is excluding lesbians, excluding transgender. Um, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just that we're excluding groups. So I get that. But also, why are we changing it now? What does it matter? I have lots of feelings about it because, but also I don't really care. <laughs> but yeah. Like, I don't want to lose that. Uh, we should still be fighting for I mean, we're still fighting for equality. There's still lots of things that are happening in the U.S. that where gays are discriminated against. But also, isn't what we want is to move forward and to be inclusive. That's why, like, the big conversation in the last, like, five years or maybe a little bit more has been the idea that gay bars are kind of, like, being phased out because the gay community is more accepted. So straight people are going to gay bars and gay men can go to straight bars and all of this is more acceptable. Right. And I think this like is also, so there's, I, I see two different sides of this. Great. Straight man. I want to know your thoughts. Yes. Straight white male speaking here. Um, so, you know, I speak truth. Um, but seriously. Okay. So you are correct. I think maybe this is a part of, just being accepted that you're no longer a thing special in a way you know like what was once now so okay from my perspective which is limited because i do not i'm not gay right gay bars were a thing like you were saying because they weren't gay men couldn't really be themselves in other establishments right because it was not socially accepted right now it's socially accepted so straight people go to gay bars and gay people go to straight bars or whatever or bars that right. aren't specifically gay right and a part of being just uh, amongst your peers is that it's not special anymore even if it's a negative thing right. right but also like isn't it fun for people to have their own thing right and for a group even though they maybe are not equally represented to take away from another group that also has struggled seems sort of like bullshit to me, right? Why don't you start your own fucking street and make that your thing, right? Why does it need to be? This is similar to how we were talking about our film, right? And these are just thoughts I'm having, so don't fucking rake me over the coals because I'm just trying to pitch this out to you to get perspective. You know I will. You know that. I know, I know. I'm more, I hate you. I yeah. hate you more than I've ever hated anyone. I know, so. I know. This is true. <laughs> but say like, I, I, I just don't understand what the issue is with like, even if it's like small established. So like boys town didn't just 
all of a sudden one day it was like a whole street was Boys Town, right? It was right. like somebody that was bold enough to open a one gay establishment, even if it had to be under the radar. They opened it. And they I made I, it. I will say I don't know the history of how Boys Town became You mean specifically in Chicago? Specifically in Chicago, I don't know the history of how Boys Town got the name Boys Town. So I can't comment on what you're saying. But continue. Okay. Well, but see, Boys Town is a universal thing throughout the United States, as far as I understand. Like, every place I've ever lived, for the most part, has, like, a Boys Town. Unless it's California. They have WeHo, which is, it's, WeHo itself is just known as, like, very pro-gay. Right. A lot of, but it's, not even just gay, but, like, all things and I think that that's, that's the that's the drive that they want here in Chicago. That's what they want. They want it to be North Halstead is the Chicago proudest commute or like neighborhood, so that it can encompass everything like WeHo does in California. So I get that, but also I understand what you're saying. Was like, can't we just have a thing? Can't we just have a thing? Right? Can't just a group have a thing and it's okay? You know, like. I, I don't know. So this is the thing. It's like, and also sometimes things just seem, it, it seems like hypocrisy to me sometimes. Like to say this one group, because they just don't have enough fair stuff can have their own thing, but no one else can have their own thing. Well, how about everyone can have their own thing fairly? If you want to establish it, go for it. And I understand we're going to say, oh, they don't have the means. They've been taken, blah, 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 whatever. But if we're trying to shoot for equality, okay, like let's build it from the ground up. Also, that sounded I like just, you were being an asshole, but I, I just want everybody to know that wasn't Cody being an asshole. That no, wow, yeah, wow, yeah, wow, yeah. wow, 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 Maybe, like, that yeah, that blah, 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 that is me trying not to ramble because I'm right. so long-winded. And I, I understand that, but I just want everybody else to understand that. Yeah. Continue. So, this, I guess this is what bothers me. This is what bothers me about it, is that I want equality, but I'm also not bothered by someone having a thing. I think we should be able to celebrate things about ourselves within a community i think that's okay right yeah because it's a discriminated group well gay people still have a hard time you know so why can't they just i don't know this is a tough really tough thing it's tough because you because you because there's a part is is that you want to be as especially because it is lgbtq and i know that we keep like i keep saying that but we want to fight for each other. We want to have each other's right. backs. So like we want to try our best to include everyone at all times, but sometimes that's just not possible. It's not. So if you, you want to include everyone all the time, all time it's going to be whitewashed. Everything is going to, which is what's happening with right. moving from Boys Town to North Halstead. So, cause this is the problem and this is like an issue. So you want to say people's opinion matters. Okay, cool. So we have a prevalent, like a strong gay presence in this part of town that has been labeled Boys Town. Well, okay, that doesn't necessarily include that, or that does not include lesbians or people that are transgender. Well, we need to open this up to voices, right? Well, like you said, a lot of not gay people live in this town, this part of town. Right. So if you're going to hear those voices, you have to hear this voice. So if you're going to include all, that means make it nothing. What is the name of the street? That's the name of the street now. That's what it is. Because it can't be trans town. It can't be lesbian town. It can't be gay town or boys town. And right. it can't be straight town. 
I thought when I first heard about it, that it was going to change, that it was like, ah, great, be inclusive. Don't want it to be Boys Town, then let's make it something else. But like, they're changing it from something that is, that's like Boys Town, gay, all like, to something that is so not anything that has to do with our community. So if we want to make it about LGBTQ, why can't we just call it LGBTQ neighborhood? That's or maybe a, a more clever riff on right. that. <laughs> so I get it. I understand this struggle that these people queer are Queer Street would be cool, though. Or Queer Town. Uh, yeah, Queer or Town whatever. would be really cool. Yeah. Um, I actually would love Queer Town. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. Um, I don't know. I still don't have an answer, even though we've talked about this for like 20 minutes. Right. I don't know what to, I don't know what the answer is, but I know that it's not North Halstead. Well, that's a bummer, right? Cause it, it takes away bummer. the culture of a thing. And me, I'm a fucking straight guy. Right. Even I feel bummed at this idea. Right. Uh, that's like, Oh man. Cause that's like a cool thing. Right. That's right. A, that's, but you know why it's cool though? Because it's true to America. Like a, America in so many ways is just groups of people that came from a diff- disadvantaged situation and really fought to establish themselves, right? Like Jewish right. people, black people, uh, Irish, whatever. Literally name it. Name it. It's str- they have struggled here at some point in time. Right. And that is also the gay community. Right. So to, to have a a widely known part of town that is boys town is a representation of people that have fought for who they are. Right. Amongst mass persecution. And you know what, if anybody's listening and maybe we're ignorant, even me who lives here, like, like has read tons of articles on this shit. Like I've done my fucking research, but I still have questions and I'm still like, if you have an answer, please throw it out at us. I would love to know. Um, I am sending you a video because we're going to get off of this topic because I feel like I've thrown out all the information that I have and I have nothing left to, to throw out. So I'm sending you a video. And we would love feedback. Anyone that regularly listens to this and has thoughts, hit us up. Yeah. You can DM us on Instagram or ninebeersdeep at gmail.com. It's spelled out. It's not the number nine. It's right. N-I-N-E. N-I-N-E beers deep at gmail.com isn't the point of all of this is the human experience is to try and gather as much information as we can and learn right and grow this and is be how better? Shit like this happens right i'm sorry I, i'm so sorry i have to this it. is absolutely i'm not i'm sorry i'm not going to hold any punches here 100 percent because of gay corner this happened so okay you can blame it on the gays but i do we're have gonna need more. to rename gay corner to something more like um uh, no the i have corner. i have something funny for gay next gay corner for the corner for the gay corner for the corner i fucking hate for you. a corner i fucking hate you so much because we don't want to limit it to just one corner i'm gonna it's for me so it doesn't matter what anybody else this is for me this is the gay corner for seth uh okay welcome to a corner so we can call it the seth corner can we just call it the a seth corner. corner and then everybody will say oh oh the seth corner you mean the gay corner because he's a he's a big old f A-G. I have so to go stupid. pee. I'm so sorry. Are you kidding me? I'm not I'm not kidding you. I have to go How pee. How is it bladder. we drink less and you're still peeing just as much and taking forever? Well, I can't help it. <laughs>
A corner. What is it called? The corner. The corner. Fuck that. No, you don't want to say the corner because that is like being selective. You need to say a corner because that means it's just a corner of many corners. It is the gay. I can play this. It's the gay. A corner. Fuck off, dude. <laughs> dude, I love you so much. Ah, oh, that's so I dumb. I love you too, brother. <laughs> it is so dumb. <laughs> All of what just happened is the dumbest thing. Anyway, that's the end of so the gay dumb. corner. The gay corner. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, all right. Did you enjoy that? That was great. Wonderful. That was great. Blake, you're a disgusting <sighs> fuck. She just took the biggest shit in the <laughs> box. And it smells so bad. It is so overwhelming. Like, I'm having a hard time focusing. It is so bad. Fuck you. <laughs> God. <laughs> this is That's bad. That's justice right there for what you just put me through. Um, everybody poops, Seth. Everybody does. <laughs> 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 it is so bad. Oh my god. That is so dumb. So dumb. Anyway, uh, <laughs> do we have anything else we want to talk about? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Um, dude, any time that I get to spend time with you is good time. And, Likewise, brother. Um, uh, I love, you know what, like, fuck it. We had to do, we had to record this twice this week. Yeah. That first time, it's so weird because uh, I do have to say, maybe like I take for granted these times that we get to spend with each other, even though it's like over Zoom and we're so far right. away. Maybe I do take advantage or take for granted these wonderful special times of, being with my best friend and getting to hang out and drink with him. And like nothing was recorded before, but like, right. I had so much fun talking about shit and like going over shit with you and like laughing and drinking and chugging beers. And, um, I have to say, if anything, this has made me happier this week because well, I'm glad man, me too. Uh, even though it was super fucking angering and frustrating, <laughs> the night that I realized that it did not record and that pissed me the fuck off and I swear to God, if it fucking happens again, I will be mad. Well, let's not put that juju out there. But how thankful I am that I get to spend two days this week with you where I, we just get to fucking chill and drink beers and just like talk about life. Um, Hell yeah. Very, very thankful for that. Um, and I think that that's something that we need to it's really hard, I know, for me to live in the present. Yeah, same. And all the time I'm thinking, like, even when we're, like, sitting here recording, I'm like, okay, well, well how do I, like, push this forward? How do I, like, do this? How do I, like, uh, when we're done recording, like, I got to edit. I have to do this. I have to do that. Like, all of these things are, like, in my mind at all times when really – like I should be thankful and be in the present that I'm getting to sit here and talk to my best friend for a couple of hours while I drink beers. Like right. that's so. Isn't it incredible? Important. 
how much perspective plays into a thing. Yeah. You know, like we, we started this because we're such great friends. We like, we love each other and wanted to spend time together and like have fun and then wanted to provide something that hopefully helps people laugh. Right. Or at least decompress right. once because a week. We right? were already and how, doing it. We were already doing it. So it's like, might as well record this because it's at least a blast for us and hopefully it's a blast for you. But how quickly if your perspective shifts incorrectly, it becomes a job. Right. 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 And then actually takes away from the thing that we had hoped to do in the first place. Right. Absolutely. Um, which how, is a lesson for both of us because we have yeah. the same struggle in the sense yeah. of living presently and, and um, remembering that we do this because like we like getting to hang out with each other. Right. So and look, and honestly, every single time, it's almost like a anticipation of like looking forward to the day when we live in the same city and we right. can do this in person. Right. Um, right. And I'm, I am still looking forward to that. And I'm very excited for when we do live in the same city and we get to like sit across from each other and fucking drink nine beers and right. do what we always have done and just be best friends and just chill and love each other, like love right. on each other and, and shit on each other. And right. all these, which is the same things. thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, I agree. That can just absolutely. be our toast. I think it's your that was toast. a good toast. It is. Oh, okay, cool. To I just like that. That was good. Yeah, I'll do the next one. That was great. To friendship. Love you, dude. Love you too, brother. Cheers. Cheers. All right, that's nine beers deep. A light episode. Please take the time. Right. If you're feeling it, like, subscribe, hit us up with whatever your thoughts are questions you have whatever it is we want to hear from you we appreciate you honestly like anything if you have any topics or anything that you is on your mind that you want us to talk about or look up and chat about send us your thoughts like i'd like to know what other people are talking about and chat with cody about it i think that'd be great right and in a fun way it allows us to all sort of sit down and have a drink together if we know what you're thinking and what you want to talk about we can we can get in on that with you so absolutely for sure yeah all right rock and roll hell yeah love you dude love all of you you, out there um love you thank you all for watching or listening whatever i'm until next time on a corner okay Bye.